Hello, and welcome to Recruitment in the Modern World. I'm Shara Beckley, and in this episode, we focus on the topic of how to research a prospective employer. If you're thinking of applying for a job or have applied and are preparing for the selection process, what can you do to gain a better understanding of the employer? To discuss this, I am pleased to have with me Fiona Wilson, Managing Director of FJ Wilson Talent Services. Welcome, Fiona. Hi, Sarah. Hi. Um, Before we get into the nitty gritty on how to research an employer, perhaps we should start by establishing why it's a good thing to do. Yeah, sure. I mean, I think the first reason is the better that you understand an employer, the more you can emphasise with them. And this will help you to appreciate how you and your application looks through their eyes. This will help you to start establishing as well if this employer is a good fit to you and how you see the world. The second is around the fact that most candidates don't think really to do this. Often candidates will limit themselves to pretty quick look at a few basic resources. For example, the employer's website homepage, perhaps a cursory flick on recent tweets on social media, etc. And perhaps, again, a cursory look on employee feedback sites such as Glassdoor. That's so true. That's so true. So if a candidate wants to be more thorough, what's on that checklist? Yeah, I think the first thing is visit the employer's website for sure, but do so more extensively and more intensively than you would normally do. So look at what you might normally think of as actually the boring bits of the website. Mm. Um, Most organisation sites are customer orientated, so they emphasise what does the organisation actually have to offer to would-be customers or clients, but usually tucked away somewhere is information for or about other stakeholders. And this might include the media, um, the community, Mm. um, suppliers, members, of course, um, perhaps not so tucked away. Um, But it's, it's kind of that type of stuff. And of course, the environment too is a kind of stakeholder. So another good source of information is, again, the news media blog web pages for current topics that the employer is emphasising in its external comms. Mm. And if the employer publishes minutes from its committee or board meetings, which some do, you can also check out what's been discussed as recent agenda points. That is so true. And, and, I, and I actually, I like that language that you use sort of towards the beginning, extensively and intensively. Mm. It strikes me that what, what is important here is the intention right? It's all about the intention of why and what you're researching. At the start of our episode, I remember you said, you know, the better you understand an employer, the more you can empathize with them. So for example, this makes me think, you know, when researching websites or career pages, one is doing so to better understand the vocabulary that the employer uses, understand their values, and sometimes you're even able to ascertain or get an insight into the working culture of the organization to see if you indeed are a good fit, to your point. 
I mean, I think what you mentioned there about vocabulary is really interesting. Recognising key words, the tone, the texture, all of that, I think, is really intuitive in establishing almost a physiological reaction (laughs) of whether you're excited by what you're reading or whether you're bored, rigid by that reading or whether Mm. actually it, it instills a sense of anxiety yes potentially (laughs) as well um because of the you know severe corporate nature for example and that being a mismatch to Mm. you know your own style but that vocabulary deck the tone the texture all of that can then be super helpful for writing a really well matched application and then if you're shortlisted that vocabulary deck can also really help tune in to the employer's language so you're reflecting just as you would do with external stakeholders when you're employed you're tuning in to what that potential employer is really looking for so true vocabulary deck I've never thought about it that way but absolutely makes sense and is needed to support you throughout that application process so what's next on the checklist now that we've established that yeah I mean I think before we kind of move on it goes back again to that word that you highlighted which really resonates with me it's the intention of Mm. why you're doing this stuff in the first place why are you actually researching the employer is it because you're trying to you know very quickly and with not much time dedicated to it be able to answer Um, eloquently the predictable front-end questions at interview tell us what you know about us why do you want to work here and you know with with some fairly rapid research you can if you're particularly bright be able to provide an eloquent answer however there's a failure in not looking more deeply because you're not able to establish really whether that employer does fit you and your criteria I think the intention of research, when when thought about, should be around whether you want to ascertain the feel, the financial health, the sustainability of the organisation and the sincerity of those big values that they will have broadcasted. You know, are those values obvious in their operational activities? Do you hear them in other communications? And again, it goes back to and distills to that same point. Is this employer genuinely feeling like a good cultural fit to yourself? Absolutely. Absolutely. And and bringing us um, sort of back to some of the things we need to ensure we're looking at when researching, We've talked about, you know, web pages and if there are any published minutes or agenda items, for example. Is there anything else we should be making sure that we've at least looked at when researching? Yeah, I mean, there's there's lots more. I mean, certainly one of the increasingly, I suppose, big surprises for us is the um, absence of looking at an annual report if it's available you know typically you can download that from an organization's website or if not elsewhere and there are two types of information contained on the annual report one of course is verbal and the other numerical 
And the verbal commentary will often, not always, but often give you an insight to the concerns of the employer. And again, Mm -hmm. the type of language, the vocabulary, the phrasing that they prefer to use. The numerical material obviously comprises a financial statement, which you can also download from Companies House. And with regards to the finances, it's really looking at for two types of information, employee information, headcount, remuneration Mm -hmm. and financials. For example, what directions are those headline figures such as profitability and cash balance Mm -hmm. moving in? So, again, I think the annual report is a really super source of information often overlooked by candidates when it just doesn't need to be. Yeah, I definitely have to agree with that one. It's always my um, first starting point. And you just Mm. gain so much from looking at an annual report. Yeah, completely. And, you know, if you do nothing else, consider the organisation's profitability in the cash situation. Is the organisation generating cash or is it burning it? How strong are the cash reserves in relation to the cash flow and annual profit um, Mm -hmm. or or loss? And referring to the annual report during an interview can make a really good impression, suggesting, of course, diligence and professionalism on on your part. Absolutely. Righty. And and so what about... um current developments for example how would you brief yourself on those yeah that's a really good really good question so I suppose going back to what we said earlier you can definitely look at kind of if if it's there the news the media page um for the website the social channels but something again often overlooked is just using google alerts to update yourself frequently you can do that super easily Um, just by putting in the name of the employer in question and going into an interview, knowing about something the employer's just done. For example, signing a new memorandum of understanding overseas, appointing Mm -hmm. a new executive director, signing a new distribution agreement. All of these, again, can help to show off that you're really engaged and extremely well-informed. Absolutely. And it's about that intention. Well-informed meaning I know that I'm a good fit for this organization, not because, you know, I've studied your website to answer a couple of questions in an interview, but because actually we speak the same language. Well, thank you, Fiona. You have certainly given us plenty to reflect on and some practical ideas for developing an in-depth picture to establish if this employer is a really good fit for you, which we often forget to pay attention to because we're too focused, for example, on the role. So thank you again for the very practical and tangible guidance on this topic. You're very welcome. Just to finish off, your MD of FJ Wilson Talent Services What is your company's offer in the area of talent acquisition? Yeah, sure. I mean, we mainly work with membership organisations, awarding bodies and learning providers. But um, on a talent acquisition level, we work on permanent, fixed term, interim contractor roles, but typically at senior and mid-level specialist roles as well. So we work at the head of or director of that. That's what we do. Alongside that, we also do offer consultancy to our clients in a number of areas. 
And where can our listeners go to find out a bit more about that? Hey, the main thing is always to pick up the phone. That's the best starting point. And then <laughs> as quickly as possible, we'll we'll switch that to meeting virtually, um, if not hopefully moving forwards more face-to-face again. But yeah, the best the best number is on the website, um, which is the first thing that you see, but 0203-195-3600. Other contact details, of course, are on our on our homepage. And a reminder of the website is FJ Wilson. It is indeed. (laughs) Well, thank you, Fiona. And thank you to our listeners. And please join us for our next episode of Recruitment in the Modern World. 